You do not have to suffer silently or alone. 1212 Ministries has resources available to your church so that you can get plugged in and find community. No matter what stage of this journey you're in, we want to equip the church to come alongside of you and support you as you navigate this season. Please reach out to 1212 Ministries to learn more about how your church can get connected. Angela, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so thankful for the opportunity. You guys, let me tell you about Angela. First of all, she's like the coolest woman on this planet. She's so cool. She's got like the coolest vibe, an amazing family, just such a hard worker. She's just so great. And so I thought that she would be just such a perfect person to just to chat with and talk to and really just so we can kind of get a great understanding about how she's able to do all of the things that she does, how she glorifies the Lord. And again, she just like is making an impact in her community and for the kingdom. And Angela, I just adore you. I respect you so much and just thank you for being on the show today. Thank you so much, Nicole. I'm so kind of you. I have uh, really enjoyed getting to to know you and work with you. And um, it's just an honor to be here today um, on your podcast. Uh, so yeah, just, I guess a little bit about me. I am uh, a mom and a wife. My husband and I, uh, Quentin, we call him Q. He, we've been married for actually October will be 12 years. Um, we met at church, <laughs> uh, believe it or not, we actually uh, met in our pastor and first lady's living room when they were actually launching the church uh, or planting the church back in 2008, 2008. And so I uh, started dating pretty quickly after that and got married about uh, maybe a year and a half later. So we have uh, actually three daughters, uh, one Kendall, she's actually my bonus daughter. Uh, Kendall was almost three when we got married. And then uh, we have two little ones, Ryan is seven and Tori is five. And so I also work full time. Uh, right now I'm still working from home because of pandemic, right? Um, And prior to the pandemic, I worked from home a few days a week, but uh, my office officially is in uh, Carrollton. I'm in HR, so I actually am one of those rare people who actually am working in a a field, in a career that I got a degree in. So I uh, graduated back in 2005 with uh, a bachelor of business uh, with uh, an emphasis in HR management. And so um, have been in HR my entire career right out of college and been with uh, the same company now for this month. Actually, it's 15 years, which is crazy. I can't believe it's been oh, 15 wow. years. Yeah. So I've done a little of, of everything, um, you know, in, ter- in terms of HR generalist work, um, HR business partner. Um, I've managed, you know, a couple of people, um, HR consultants, so more like, you know, babysitting adults, making sure that they're coming in on time, that kind of thing. Um, And I even did a little recruiting earlier on in my career. And so I wanted to also share that I am what I consider 
a gut health enthusiast, okay? Um, it's funny because, you know, I tell people all the time, when I grew up and when I got my degree, when I started my career, I never thought to myself, I wanna be an expert in gut health or helping people, you know, heal their gut. Absolutely not. I mean, that absolutely was never on my radar. But uh, back in 2014, actually, um, one of my really good friends, she actually introduced me to Plexus. And at that point in her life, she actually um, had been taking Plexus products for about nine months and was really looking good and feeling good. And she was earning a good chunk of change at that point, um, about half of her salary as an assistant principal. She was an assistant principal at that time. And she thought to herself, you know what? I would love to have more time freedom, more time freedom, more time with my girls, um, just to do the things that I actually love doing. And not to say that she didn't, you know, like being an assistant principal, but I think she realized that it just wasn't her life's calling. And so she decided to walk away from, from that career. And that really caught my attention because at that point I had a, a nine month old, my middle daughter, who's seven now, she was nine months old. And, you know, I was really struggling to just balance it all, you know, just balance motherhood and career and marriage and all the things. And so it, that really, it really caught my attention. And I'm, you know, not that I necessarily aspired to, you know, quit my career, but, you know, if I could just earn some extra money just to lighten the load around here a little bit, you know, why not? Uh, also, I could have, you know, I could stand to lose a, a few pounds at that point. So I'm like, okay, you know, let, let me, let me jump in and, and try this. Um, now I will tell you up until that point, I never considered anything like remotely close to a network marketing opportunity. Um, matter of fact, you know, I've ha I had friends prior to that who approached me about, you know, starting a business or, you know, joining their team or what have you. And I'm like, no, thank you. Um, you know, I'll support you. I'll buy whatever it is that you're selling me, but I am not interested in actively sharing or actively selling anything to anyone. And so, um, but with Robin, I was thinking, you know, I trust her. She's one of my good friends. Um, she's not going to literally quit her career that she's worked so hard for unless there's really something to this opportunity. And so, uh, like I said, I jumped in and that was almost seven years ago. It'll be seven years in June, which is mind blowing to me. Um, uh, but I will tell you, you know, in terms of, of the journey I've learned, so much. Uh, you know, I do feel at this stage in my life, I'm juggling essentially two careers. You know, I still have yeah. my full-time, my full-time career in HR and I am, you know, leading uh, a, a wonderful group of just dynamic uh, women in Plexus, uh, my Plexus team. But I will tell you, it always, it hasn't always been easy. It, I definitely have had, you know, a lot of bumps in the road and a lot of times where I'm thinking, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this, you know, worth my time? Is this worth my effort? You know, I'm just, I feel like I'm, uh, you know, on a hamster wheel, just kind of running in place, not really progressing the way that I want to. And then I had to take a step back and I really had to ask the Lord, you know, what, what am I supposed to be doing here? You know, what, what are, 
what are you caught like why did you bring plexus into my life and so I, I feel like he over time he sort of revealed a few things to me um one that i cared way too much about what people thought about me and as it related to plexus as it related to selling or sharing or um, building a team or whatever I had in my head, uh, I, I really was allowing that to impact how I pursued this business in, in excellence. And that was the first thing. The second thing is I had to ask myself, and one thing that he revealed to me is, do you think this is good? Do you think that what you're offering, what you're representing here is good? And I, and I asked myself, or I, I told myself, yeah, I mean, I remember looking in the mirror and thinking, yes, this is good. Like what I'm offering here, what I'm sharing is good. I mean, I am literally an ambassador for health and wellness and helping, their pe helping people uh, address their health and their health issues and ailments from the inside out. Yes, this is good. You know, I don't have to be afraid or ashamed of what I'm doing because what I'm doing is good. What I'm offering is good. <laughs> For people. Um, I think the third thing is, you know, this is not necessarily, necessarily something that the Lord revealed um, to me, but more like I took a step back and I, and I thought about, you know, the, the time that I have, you know, which we never know, you know, mm -hmm. how much time we have. And I thought to myself, you know, when at the end of my life, you know, when people are gathered around and talking about my life and what I contributed to their life or, or lack thereof, I don't know, um, you know, what, what, what would I want them to say about me? What would I want them to say? And I remember thinking, well, I definitely don't want them to say how I feel at this moment, which is that I'm fearful and I'm uh, not really pushing through and I'm not pursuing the things that I know the Lord has brought into my life um, or that uh, I, I was too safe and I didn't take risks. Those are not the things that I want them to say or think or feel about me. And it was like, like a switch flip for me. And I, I said to myself, you know, you don't have to be in a box. You know, you're, you're putting yourself in a box and you, you can be more. And actually, I, I came across here just recently um, in my devotional. It, it, the, the title of the devotional is You Are Multifaceted. And I was like, oh, okay, God. Okay, I'm, I'm listening. What, what you got for me? Um, and, you know, in John 3, 3, 3.34 says, For the one whom God has sent speaks, speak the words of God, for God gives the spirit without limit. And the devotional says it is not God's intent that we simply read about miraculous encounters in a book that is thousands of years old. He intends that we be the book, the living word, a living manifestation of God's unlimited abilities and promises. In Romans 9, 30, excuse me, Romans 917, God says, I raised you up for this very purpose that I might display my power in you and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. At times you may feel too flawed for the big vision God has given you or even overwhelmed by the various paths and possibilities. You're a masterpiece and an essential component in God's master plan. 
your magnificence isn't meant to be one dimensional. No, you have multiple gifts, talents, and abilities complete with endless opportunities. You're created in the image of our unlimited God. It's time to unapologetically step into your gifts, unleash your superpowers, and give credence to your dreams and desires. After all, God gave them to you. You'll never know or even be able to comprehend all that God has in store for you. Walking with God is a never-ending adventure, one where we never stop discovering how he's handcrafted us in his unlimited image and purpose. Angela. And <laughs> <laughs> I know, girl. I know. so good. <laughs> I know, girl. I'm telling you. Oh, you know, it's funny because, you know, I, I decided to leave a lot of those fears and a lot of those hesitations at the altar a year ago. But I find myself here in the last few weeks, like, okay, God, like, what are we doing? Like, I feel overwhelmed, you know, I, maybe I need to just kind of pick a path and, and just do that one thing, you know, like, give me clarity. And I, he literally, like, I literally opened my devotional and this was the the, the entry for the day. And I was like, what in the world? <laughs> and so I just, I felt like this was the answer, you know, not necessarily that we need to be like chickens with our head cut off, running around all, you know, all over the place, all, you know, confused and crazy, but just that, you know, we limit ourselves yeah. and we are so much more, we're made for more, right? Yeah. Um, and God gives us, if, if there is a, a draw or a pull or a conviction there in your heart, you know, you need to see it through. And that is, that honestly is like, sort of defines my journey. It's like, I've, I've, I've continued to feel that pull, that draw, that conviction to, to keep pressing in and keep leaning in and keep, you know, persevering. And I just feel like he continues to honor um, my obedience in, in that area. Now I'll tell you, you know, <laughs> I, str I struggle in a lot of other ways, <laughs> but I, I definitely feel just the Lord just wrapping his arms around me as it relates to this area of my life. Angela, your story. I mean, one, I was taking notes, first of all. And then two, just really, I was so resonate with your story, just, you know, on perseverance. And then when you talked about multifaceted, yeah, mm -hmm. I use the word multi-passionate, like the Lord just, he revealed that to me this year about being multi-passionate. And I was like, yeah. oh my goodness, I belong. You know, like I've yeah. always felt like an outsider because I love, you know, all of these things. And I was like, oh wait, I can do these things. Yeah. and do them in excellence, you know, for the Lord. And so thank you for sharing that. I thought that was so good. And tell me really quick, what was that devotional? I'm like, I need that. <laughs> I, it's, it's such a good, it's, it's 100 Days of Believing Bigger by Marshawn mm -hmm. Evans Daniels. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, got, I have and to I order just, that. Just, just one point of clarity. I, um, I fully believe that while we are multifaceted and passionate, um, you know, I don't, I'm not necessarily saying that we need to be sort of just 
all over the place, you know, kind of spreading ourselves super thin. Um, you know, I do think that when there's a, a certain something, whatever that something is that comes into your life and you feel that draw or conviction there, I mean, part of uh, the obedience is focusing on that thing and, and developing yourself in that way or in that area or pouring into, you know, the people that are related to that thing, whatever, whatever the thing is, um, until you feel good about the progress that you've made. Um, I'm definitely not suggesting that we should have like 6,000 different things in our <laughs> yes. hands in all kinds of pots and just feeling overwhelmed all the time. So I just wanted to be clear about that. Yes. Yeah. I completely understand that. But, you know, and however, also it's like, if God has called you to those things, you know, he's going to equip you and give you margin and space to do them. And so true, you know, so so I, I love what you're saying. So it's like, if you've been called to one thing then you do your one thing, do it well, and, you know, and run, run into that. And if you've been called to two or four, like it's, it's all good and continue to, you know, run the race that God has called you. So that, that, that's I, I agree. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's it right there, girl. I mean, ultimately, you know, if, if you feel it's something that he's, he's brought to you, ultimately trusting him to create the margin and the space and whatever it is that you need to know and learn and grow in that, he, that he'll provide it. And it's not something that we have to force necessarily. Yes. So good. Angela, oh my goodness, love you, love talking to you. Okay, I just I just have your final two because I I, so I'm looking forward to hearing your answers for this. So this podcast is all about Matthew 5:16 and shining your light, you know, for the Lord. And I truly believe that God uses our story to change the world. And so how did your puzzle pieces lead you to where you are today? Oh, that's a loaded question. Um, um, I would say that just a little bit more of a backdrop on my life. Um, I was a military kid. Uh, My parents, I was, you know, my parents are from Chicago. I was born in Germany. My dad was stationed in Germany. So ended up being born there overseas um, and then spent most of my childhood actually not far from an army base in Washington state. Um, but I will say that while I did not have a perfect childhood because who, who does my, and I actually was just telling my mom this recently, my childhood absolutely was marked by love and patience and kindness and a lot of goodness. And, you know, I, I, I I strayed from that many times in life, but I feel like I I always came back to what what I knew, right? And what what I personally observed growing up um, through through my parents and in the home that they that she you know curated for us. Um, and so you know, as I grew older, I always sort of was able to draw, you know, draw from that. And um, I actually gave my life to Christ in 2004. Um, You know, I kind of went to church off and on growing up, but I did not, 
I, I felt the void, right? I knew that there was something that I was missing, uh, but I didn't realize that there was a God-sized, you know, void in, in my heart that I needed to fill, that only he could fill. And so that's kind of started um, a, a whole new journey of, of faith and questions and all kinds of stuff. Um, from 2004 on, I was maybe like my third year of college. And I really feel like the Lord, you know, in terms of my, my light and how I have, I try to make sure that, you know, I am that city on a hill and that my light is always shining is that, you know, again, tapping into what I grew up with, but also just, you know, when I, when I think about, I, I say it's glass half full, but when I think about, you know, the Lord and how he pulled me up and, you know, saved me, right? Um, I, I, I think about all the things that could have gone differently in my life. And that honestly makes me, like, what am I trying to say? That makes me so, I'm just so kind of conscious of, mm -hmm. of that and how I interact with people and how I see the world. And like, I remember just the other day, um, you know, I was like staring at all the laundry in the laundry room. And it was like, in, like, no lie, instantly the Holy Spirit was like, but it means that you have a house full of people who love you. You know, I mean, yes. that's like all, all of this stuff, all of this clothes that I have to fold. Well, yes, it's a chore, but it's because there's all these people that, that I love and who love me. And, and so, you know, that's when I, when I think about my light, like that's, that's what I try to project in the world. Like not, not to be, you know, like not toxic positivity, like, you know, you're really going through something and somebody's like, Oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not what I mean. What yeah. I mean is, um, you know, God is so faithful and God is so good. And he pulls us out of just dark places. Yes. And so, you know, he, he calls us to, you know, be joyful in those, in those kind of weary moments where you look in the, the, the laundry room and there's, you know, it's full of clothes, but, you know, kind of like having that perspective, like, but God, you know, he, he's so faithful that he gives me a house full of people to love. And that's why I have all this laundry. And so that's what I try to project to the world. Like, you know, there, there's this world is broken and fallen and it's just, there's so many ugly things going around, going on around us, but there's still beauty in it too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how much more joy can we, can we have and feel in our lives if we, if we maintain that perspective? Love it. So I, I just love that so much. So encouraging. And so my last question for you is, I think you do such an amazing job at shining bright and not hiding your light for the kingdom. Have you always been that way? And what can you share with us to encourage us and help us? No. I haven't, <laughs> um, you know, going back to what I was saying about, you know, growing up in a house of, of love and patience and kindness and goodness and all of that. I think that there was still a lot of, um, I grew up just very insecure about who I was. I mean, from head to toe. Right. And so, um, I think, you know, I was just telling my oldest daughter this just the other day that, 
you know, hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times when people are down on you and they say hurtful things and do hurtful things, it says that says more about them than you. And somewhere along the way, you know, obviously, I think, you know, my journey started, like I said, in around 2004, where um, when I came to know the Lord um, myself, that I, you know, when I am hurtful or when I retaliate or when I lash out, when I gossip about people or when I am down on people, I'm giving my unsolicited opinion that is not going to help anybody. That says more about me than them. And so at some point I sort of shifted that and I said, okay, since the world is so fallen and broken and dark, when I interact with people, I want them to walk away from my, their encounter with me feeling full and feeling, you know, like they can, whatever, whatever that is, you know? And so, um, yeah, I think, no, I have not always been a light or joyful or nice to people, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I definitely, I, I try to as much as possible now, um, you know, obviously still flawed and I have my moments, um, cause don't cut me off on the road. Okay. But, uh, God is still working on me. Right. <laughs> that is great. Angela, I am so grateful for you. Thank you for just shining your light with us today. You are amazing. Continue to do what you're doing because truly you are making an impact on just like everything that you touch, everything that you are a part of, you are making a difference. And so I'm grateful for that. Thank you, Nicole. That means a lot. Thank you so much for inviting me to to share my story today too. I really appreciate it. Of course. Yes. Thank you.